0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the prophet Jeremiah 4, chapter 4, part A. That's the Navi Yirmiyahu, Perak Dalad. Uh, We're going to study from verse 1 through 14. Uh, The chapters in Yirmiyahu are often longer than usual, and it's a lot um, easier to absorb if we chop them into smaller parts. We had just completed chapter three where we had uh, this the prophet and had mentioned that because of the people's embarrassment because of their shame because of their lack of pride in themselves and their their unique mission instead of looking to God and that God being, that which they had, that was unique, which they had, that was special, that could have was meant for them to develop that relationship and then to present that to the rest of the world and bring the entire world towards God, which was the vision of the future that Yirmio, the prophet, has mentioned several times already. Instead, they looked to everyone else. They tried to absorb and adopt the cultures and the beliefs and the and the corrupt value systems of all of them around them until they themselves became corrupted. So instead of being the source of, of peace and the source of tzedek and mishpat, justice and righteousness, to the rest of the world, they became corrupted by the rest of the world. God is now continuing on that theme and stating, um, though, that I, I want you to come back, you need to come back to me, but in order to come back to me, you have to rid yourselves of these corrupt values. And that's how this, this chapter begins. Im tashuv Yisrael, if you, Israel, do ter- return to me, in other words, if you do decide to return to me, to repent, to better yourselves, no donai says God, Elahi <laughs> then you actually have to return to me what god is stating here in the context of everything we've studied so far is you need to look at god you can't look at you can't think you're going to you know you know do some practice and or do some magical thing or say some prayer or something like that that will just magically make everything better you actually have to Come back to me, and how does one represent that? How do you know if one's when one's prayer is truly meant to God, and when it's just uh, um, meaningless? It, it's it's we look at your behavior, and that's how the, the 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 verse continues. If you get rid of your disgusting ways, mi from before me, low tonud, and you you're persistent. You don't you don't I saw the JPS translates. You don't waver. You don't move away from the path. So the, the issue is, you have to turn to me with sincerity. And the way we know that it's sincere is if you get rid of the bad ways, number one, and you're persistent, you stay with it. And then verse 2, it's more than that. And at that point, you have to swear, chai Adonai, you have to swear on the, on, as, as the Lord lives, you have to swear that you are going to stick with me. And what is it that I'm demanding on from you? Be'emet. What you do has to be in truth, it has to be with sincerity, it has to be with justice, be with righteousness. Again, these themes, which in the other um, prophets, such as in the words of, uh, of Isaiah, and Micah, Micah, and, and Amos, Amos, we find these terms over and over and over again, that this is the bottom line. If you you promise me, you promise me, lotonud. you're persistent, you stick with it, um, and you get, you get rid of the evil, then I know that that tshuva that you've done is a light is to me. Then what will be the result? Then all of the nations of the world will be blessed by you, and everyone will praise you. This is the vision that all of the Prophets have been saying. If we stick with it and we stick with God, then all the nations of the world will look at us. They will love to learn from us, and then we will eventually bring everyone all together back to God. amar Adonai, this is verse 3, because so says God to the people that live in Judah and in Jerusalem, that in order to come back to me, what do you need to do? Niru you have to plow your fields, and Do not plant in a thorny field. This is a wonderful metaphor. The, um, the idea is is that if you plow a field, then you get rid of all the weeds, you get rid of all the thorns, and then when you plant, you have a beautiful field of wheat or whatever it is that you're growing, the crops that you're growing. But if you, if you don't plow the field and you leave all the weeds there and then you plant, then all you get is, is a jumble and a mishmash of thorns and you hardly get any decent product. What God is saying is is that when you return to me, you have to get rid of the thorns. You can't just decide, okay, I'm going to pray, I'm going to go to the temple, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this mitzvah, I'm going to do that thing, without getting rid of the bad stuff. If if it, all you're going to end up is with nothing pure, nothing will be worth anything. Nieru lechem you have to get rid of the bad first, and don't plant in the thorny field. Himolu to. you have to... Circumcise yourselves is the word mila is what it means. What it means here is is that there's the 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 um, the f- metaphor the foreskin that covers the uh, the male organ, and 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 over here it's, it's the it's we find very often the um, circumcision of the heart, meaning take off the covering that's cloaking the heart that's covering it. Hasir or los levavchem, remove the the foreskins of your hearts. You have to open your hearts to God. You have to get rid of all of the junk, all of the stuff that covers it. All you people of Judah and those that reside in Jerusalem, you need to do that because if you don't, I'm telling you that my patience is running thin, as he said in the first several chapters. Because if you don't pentate you may find that like my anger will come out like fire. Uvo it will start to consume And You will not be able to extinguish that flame. because there's so much evil in your ways. Hagidu I'm sorry. You need to say this. This is God now speaking through the prophet. You need to say this. You need to announce in Yehuda and in Jerusalem. So go through all of the cities of Yehuda, the countryside, all of the towns, all of the villages, all of the farmland, and end within the capital Hashmiu. You need to make this known, the Imru. And you need to say as follows, Tiku shofar baras. We need to blow the horn. The shofar among the land. This is a shofar of warning. a shofar, An alarm siren, a bomb, um, a bomb, uh, um, Sirens, um uh for example, Kiru Malu, you need to um call out to everyone, the Imru call out to everyone out loud, really loud, and say, Hey you need to gather together. The Novoa El Oream sorry, you need to gather together in the fortified cities. In other words, get ready because the enemy is coming to attack. You all need to gather together. So nes tiona put up signs. This is the direction. That's how you go to Zion. Zion being the capital, the main fortified city of the land. Ha izu al Ha izu. The word ha izu is generally translated. Rashi translates is to gather together, meaning. Um, the mob adds some, something closer to uh, run away or "mean take refuge, which is, I think, a little better translation. <speaking in Hebrew> take refuge. Don't stay where you are. It's dangerous. Ki ra'a anokhi because I am bringing evil to you from the north, from Babylon, v'shever gadol, and a great destruction, a great calamity is about to occur. One wonders you know, why Why God is telling them to gather in the cities if um, the city we know are also going to be destroyed. But, so the Radak just explains, well, it's just the nature of people, and when there's an attack, you run to the safest place, which of course makes sense, and they'll be safe for a little bit longer there. Um, I'm thinking, I want to say, yes, a little bit longer there, but a little bit longer also gives them a little bit more of a chance to repent. When the people gather behind the walls of the city, they need to look at each other. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll realize when they see the gravity of the situation. They might realize what they need to do in order to turn around, because there's always hope, as we'll see during the during the coming verses. Allah ajaymi subho, but we're continuing to describe what's about to happen. Take refuge, take refuge. Why? Because the lion is coming from his subho is is the um is, the, uh, is the, uh, like the, um, the plants, the, the thicket of, of, of bushes and grass where the lion crouches and hides. Although Arie, the lion is about to pounce. In other words, he's hidden there. We don't see him now, but he's about to pounce. And this, this is the reference to the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, who's about to come. And he is umashkizkoyim. He is the one who's going to destroy nations. Now this is really crucial, because remember what we said before. We said before, if you remove your bad ways, if you come to God, if you, if you, if you come to God in truth, with justice and righteousness, if the mission of Israel then would be, you would the, the nations of the world will be blessed by you. Because that's your value system. That's what you have that's special to offer the world. Justice, righteousness, truth, devotion. And if you do that, when you do you, because this is your special mission, what the world gets is blessing. When he, the lion, jumping out of his thicket, when he does he, his values, is to destroy, is to conquer, destroy. This is the special, special value system that God had given to the people of Judah and Jerusalem that they were supposed to have learned, but instead they learned from the others. This is the point, because he is a mashchit koyim, that contrast is extremely important to notice and it's the primary message of this portion of the chapter that we need to learn. No imkomo, he has traveled the lion, he has left his place, In order to do what? In order to make your land into a desolate place. He wants to ruin and crush your cities so that there will be no longer anyone residing there. Therefore, because of this, what should you do? You should put on sackcloth, um, um, uh, speak in mourning and cry out. Because God's anger has not yet left you. Why has God's anger not yet left you? Because you haven't done those things that I told you to do. And why haven't you done those things? We're about to see. Now, that God says, What will happen then, when people see the destruction coming? The, the, the heart of the king and the heart of all of his officers... They will be distraught. They will be lost. They will be gone. They won't believe what they're seeing. Like, how could this be? And the priests will be, um, the word appalled, and the prophets, this means the false prophets, and this is the key here, the false prophets that were going around and telling everyone, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. You don't have to change. You can do whatever you want. These false prophets are going to appear over and over again throughout Jeremiah, throughout the book. While your Mio is telling the people you need to actually change, you need to get rid of those thorns, these false prophets saying, Oh, don't worry. No big deal. Nothing's going to happen. Just go about your business. Everything is fine. This is why Yovad Adleva This is why the heart of the king is going to be so lost. And this is why Lo Shob HaRona This is why... No matter what you do If you're coming to the temple And you're praying And you're doing all this thing it's not doing anything God's anger didn't go away Because you haven't done What I i Am telling you In the name of the true God But Omar And now Yermio says And I said I'm looking at this situation Where the people Just don't get the message So I said Aha, Adonai Elohim Aha means ha God Our God Ochain Hasei Hisaysa Amaze, You are the one who allowed this nation to be convinced. And to Jerusalem, this nation, Lamar, and the people of Jerusalem saying as follows, Shalomi Yelachem, that they were all you allowed all these prophets to proliferate and walk around and say this message. This is this is your Miyo really accusing God here in a sense. He's saying that I have a true message. The people didn't get the message because all these other false prophets are so much easier to listen to. They're walking around saying these lies saying to everyone, Shalom oh, everything's going to be peaceful, everything's going to be fine. So they're not getting the message, they're not turning around. Therefore, That's why the sword has come to our souls, our hearts. The sword is sitting right on our hearts already because you allowed these messages to happen. It will be told to the people of this nation and the people of Jerusalem, Midbar, there is a a searing wind. I I've, I saw the translation in the JPS. A dry wind, a destructive wind coming from the high places in the mountains. Uh, a a chamsin, um, as they call it today. It's just it's it's just drying out the fields. It's destroying things. It's a wind of complete destruction. Basami that is coming the way of my nation. Lo Rosh lo It is not a good wind. That can be used for constructive reasons to winnow the crops, and to help um, bring um, uh, you know uh, bring good things, which uh, a nice light wind does. But this is a destructive wind that's coming. Um, another way of understanding this is to say that um, this wind is talking about the ruach, the spirit of the people, of derech basami, of the way of the people, is a spirit of destruction, a spirit of of, of uh, which a spirit that has no constructiveness to it, no lizros that sec- v'lo that the f- the first explanation that this is referring to the destruction coming is what most of the commentaries say, they are Adak, Rashi, and so on. Um, the second way I mentioned, I saw it, it in the JPS translation, which the second way fits a little better with the next pasuk, with the next verse twelve, because it says ruach mole meele yavoli. A full blast is coming towards me, God, assuming that Yavoli means God. But if we go with the commentaries, then we would read the next verse a little different. And we would read as follows Ruach Tzach Shifoyim Hamidbar. There's this, this searing, destructive wind coming, not, not, which is not constructive, which has no purpose other than to destroy. And then the speaker in the next Pasuk, the next verse 12, becomes the prophet himself. God said that this destructive wind is coming, and now the speaker, the prophet, says, Oh no, right? A, a, um, a, a full, a, a, a terrible, terrible ruach is coming from these people towards me. And I, I'm just getting this really bad sense, so to speak, from the people. This is Jeremiah speaking, God just said this, but Jeremiah is looking at the people, they're listening to the false prophets, they're not listening to him, it's just getting a really bad, bad, bad feeling. Now I myself, Jeremiah is saying, not only am I going to say the words that God is telling me to say, but I need to speak to them myself, I need to speak judgment, I need to speak law, I need to be harsh, I need to get the message across. Because why? Because he He is coming like like clouds, the And his, his his chariots are coming like a storm, like a rush. his horses are lighter than eagles, they're flying fast. We don't have a lot of time. we are about woe is to us, we are about to be destroyed. I gotta move fast. I gotta do something, so what do I gotta do? I need to tell the people this. This is the Prophet himself speaking. That's why I kind of like this translation a lot better than when I saw the translation. This, what I'm saying now is, is learning it like Garashi, like the Kabsi. Um, uh, so what do I need to tell them? I need to do something fast. Verse 14, Please, please Jerusalem. Wash the evil out of your heart, so that you may be saved. Yimeo is still hoping, no, no, there's still time. Yes, they're coming. Yes, they're rushing fast. Yes, it's really close. Yes, the sword is upon our heart, but still, still, still you can do it. How long is it? are you going to stick with in your heart, stick with these, these evil thoughts in your soul, get rid of them, do something fast. Do something fast so that we can be saved. I'm going to stop here. Thank you so much for studying your Mio 4A. For Looking forward to further studying chapter 4 together.